Well, that worked out exactly how I planned, said no one ever. I Feel Awful, Chronicles of Leadership, a micro-podcast featuring Christine Sachs, Juanita Molano-Para, Katharina Schneegas, and Robert Kwong. Chronicle 73, Eat Bitter Live. And now we don't know where to start. <laughs> we'll edit this out. We'll edit this out. Um, Robert, why don't you start? Your, this was your chronicle, so... Yeah, so today's conversation is based off of um, a topic that came up from from my background, let's say, and it's based off of a, a, a phrase in Chinese uh, that's called "eat bitter, true cool," and you know we started talking about this idea of like kind of a little bit about suffering, about how do we get through hard work, challenges, and things like that. And you know, it's interesting thinking about one way we think about success is to be able to eat bitter to be able to kind of take on the stuff that feels crappy in some ways. And that is one way we measure how we're doing in our job, in our work and things like that. So that definitely comes up a lot. And, <laughs> you know, when I asked my parents about that, it's it's very interesting. They very much resonate with that. That was a concept that they were taught that they wanted to pass down onto me. And then... Yeah. Do you know, um, Robert, do you know culturally where it derives from? Sorry, I know I'm totally putting you on the spot. <laughs> no, I, you know, it's hard for me to say, just being honest, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, that the first thing I think of, especially just from my childhood, is like taking medicine. Like in Eastern, like in Chinese medicine, there's not so much, to be honest, there's not so much catering to like, you got to be able to, it's got to taste neutral or it's got to be a little bit sweet. It's very much, you just get what it is that you're taking. And so there's a lot of Chinese medicine that's pretty common that just has that bitterness taste that we don't associate here because maybe it's in a pill, for example, right? So um, I always think of like, there's lots of things that's good for you that you must take when you're struggling that has that bitterness taste, literally. <laughs> that is, that's such a good analogy. What you made me think right away was the a spoonful of sugar. So if anybody has ever seen the Mary Poppins movie, the old one, and there's that song of a spoonful of sugar where like, it literally is that, right? Like a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. And I think about it like just different, I was thinking about this this morning and hadn't connected it to this, but just different preferences or different ways of taking life where there's some people who take the medicine as it is better and like maybe suffer through or maybe see something in that, in that as a challenge. And there's someone close to me in my life, I was thinking about it this morning, where like, they are like that. And I struggle seeing them eating bitter, because I'm a, the spoonful of sugar person. I'm like, do you want a spoonful of sugar? To which the answer is like, no. And they're very adamant about like, no, like, this, this is a challenge, like, and I'm making it through and da da da. But two very different ways of approaching. And the thing that I was very present to this morning that I'm connecting now is just the, for me, the difficulty of accepting the bitterness when I'm a spoonful of sugar. Oh, well, it's so funny. There's a very Christian, uh, uh, similar saying, which is spare the rod and spoil the child. Oh, Do you know that? Heard of that? Oh no. yeah. This is when there were certain time in our lives when corporal corporeal punishment was normal for children. Um, spare the rod. If you don't beat them, you spoil the child. 
Oh. Right. So it's kind of an interesting thing um, contextually, since if we if we look at how far culturally we've come both in, I mean, think about it, like command and control leadership models, right? Uh, the archetype of sororities and fraternities where you have to be hazed in um, into the movement today where it's about authenticity and full self-expression and a more compassionate model of leadership. It's sort of interesting kind of where these models of eating bitter still exist and whether or not these modern, where we are as a modern society are the fix for that or they're actually something different. Actually something different. Yes. My, when I, when I heard the spoonful sugar analogy and my brain went there too, I'm the biggest Mary Poppins fan ever. <laughs> Whenever I had a bitter pill to swallow, then this was my go-to with my dad in the middle of the night. So here we go. <laughs> uh, but where my brain went to was like uh, thinking about the, the chronicle, we had two sides of a coin. Like it feels like there's a bitter pill. And then the other side is the spoonful of sugar to fix it. And I was like, so what's what's outside of the coin? Like what's completely different? And that's exactly what you said, Christine. Like what's what's outside of the whole conversation of like eating bitter? What can we create outside of that? Um, yeah, and for me, as as we're speaking and conversing around this, like what comes up is how eating bitter, <laughs> yeah, hopefully you can edit this out. My thought just went blank for a second there. <laughs> Eat bitter, Robert eat better well you know what's um we can we can have a little segue here quick plug for our friends at west of what's it west of wonderland west of wonderland okay quick plug so in our in this brief brain fart of the group we're gonna plug west of Lon west of wonderland oh my god Welcome i can't say it save me people save me <laughs> west of wonderland so in this west uh, of wonderland in this awkward pause of the group, we're going to plug the podcast of our friends, Bay LeBlanc, Coiny, and Laura Westman, and their Disney-themed leadership podcast called West of Wonderland. Check it out. I remembered what I was going to say. Apologies. But it has to do with completion versus incomplete, meaning oftentimes, you know, we take on hard things all the time. We take on things that don't always feel good, that are challenging, that we've never tried before. But for me, there is times when it doesn't feel like I'm eating bitter, where it is difficult, it takes a lot of energy. But the, the way I would describe it is like, you kind of feel complete, like satisfied after, versus when I'm really eating bitterness, I never feel complete. Like no matter how hard I work, it's just, it actually kind of feels like never enough because it's like, where does the, where does, where is the sugar coming from, right? But there are times when you're doing something that's not easy, where it, it doesn't have that bitterness, not all the time. So I was thinking about that is that when I'm really bitter, just being honest, you know, you kind of feel incomplete, like, I, like we discussed. Well, when you were saying that, I thought of for you it would be music, for me, it would be athletics, but this idea of practice makes perfect. We endure hardship, we <laughs> don't feel good. It's often boring or painful or whatever. The, the, everyone's nodding, you can't see it, listeners, but everybody's nodding. And in those cases, that's, that's um, we, we value it, we say it's worth it. And I wonder, actually, I wonder if it's really about who we're being around the bitterness. Wanita's nodding. 
that if we if we relate to it as practice, if we relate to the quote unquote hardship or the effort as valuable, or we create or generate the value in the practice, that it's not bitter, it's practice. Brene Brown has that sentence, embrace the suck. And that what comes up for me, like knowing what your goal is or what you're committed to and embracing the suck <laughs> that, you might, that might be present on your way there. Yeah. I think you put, you all put like two, two things that I heard that are outside of the one side of the, or the other of the coin that you put in Catalina, which is the, I think from the way that I was talking about it, of like eat bitter or a spoonful of sugar, it actually, what it has underneath is like, it's good or it's bad. It's the right way or it's the bad way. And what I heard you put in was more about what's it, what is it for? And how am I relating to the journey or the path or just what's getting me there, which is neither good nor bad. It's just an entirely different conversation. Yeah, cool. So I think maybe it's time for some calls to action. Uh, number one, embrace the suck. Number two, if you were going to think outside of a binary, what else is there? How else could you embrace practice the suck bitterness? Number three, what makes all of this worthwhile? What value will you generate in all of this challenge? See you next week. You can follow us on the web at www.christinesaxcoaching.com.